I'm super excited. I often don't get excited with guests, but this one I'm very excited about because uh, we have a 20-year, 18, 20-year history yes, of knowing yes, each other. Yes, yes. Uh, we've uh, socialized in fits and starts. Not not, not always. Uh, yes. We've uh, I've read some things about myself that you've written. <laughs> some of them are, were also news to me. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> former, former blogger, uh, yes. but now, of course, uh, you're, you're MCA, if you will. Yes, uh, yes, I'm a politician. I'm an MCA. <laughs> you're actually my MCA, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, oh okay. Yeah, 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 you guys yeah. are the ones who should pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the... Yeah, yeah, and, and I know you're trying to close down one of my favorite spots as well. No, no I'm joking. No, we'll get no. to that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, we just want them to behave. I don't want any business closed. Yeah, yeah. I want them to behave. There you go. Yes, exactly. Yes, Behaving. Yes, and that's yeah, a good yeah. thing as well. And much much on the same trajectory as our governor mm. uh, as well, who yes. wants the same thing. Yes. But before we get into you know, why you've made a switch to politics, and I yes. do believe that you, you're calling because mm. you were very... Uh, politically voiced during mm. your blogging days as well. Yeah, yes. Um, and we'll get back to the blogging days in a moment. But what does an MCA, what is an MCA and what does an MCA do? You know, like to break it down for you, I think that the MCA is just a small MP. We are, we have a smaller jurisdiction than an MP, but basically we still oversight. We still represent you and, uh, and, and even the, the employees of the county. And we oversight, we represent, and we legislate. We make laws which affect your daily well-being in the city, mm-hmm. and also we make the budget okay. which runs the city. So basically, that's that's the work of the MCA. But my biggest worry is that we have forgotten about the MCA, okay, as the middle class, not the lower class, not the bottom of the pyramid, the middle class doesn't want to hear of the MCA mm-hmm. because it's not cool enough, it's not senior enough for them, it doesn't rhyme with their with their, with their class status. Mm-hmm. So they say what is this person? So they, they would What's ra- their role? they would rather go to the governor feeling like that that's yes, where they belong. Uh, they would rather start with the MP going to the governor and and, and the and, and the senator and the president, but not the MCA. Right. Not knowing that the only seat, the only representative the middle class need to look for is the MCA because you as a middle class you're already at a certain stage of a certain class where you are a bit comfortable you just want good food you want clean neighborhoods you want a good school you know you want your kids to arrive in school inside you want to go to your work you just want order you don't want any major thing you just want order right that's the work of Kanjo right. that's not the work of the MP or the work of the Senate or governor right. that's the work the, you know the MC and the governor right. but it is the work of Kanjo you need to be very much interested in the in the in the in the role of the MCA and right. who you elect as MCA. Right. But in Nairobi, what happens is that wherever Uda is, when you are seeing that is voting Uda president, then the whole lineup is going to be Uda. Right. Wherever is going to see ODM is strong, the whole lineup is going to be ODM. Right. Not knowing who you are electing as MCA. And, and were you surprised that you won this thing because um, <laughs> you know you, you're representing quite a quite a uh, affluent yes, neighborhood yes, yes. if you will um, yes. and an area of the city yes um, and you know we know that usually and especially what's happening now with the uh, the super parliament uh, debate that's going on right now were yes. you surprised that you actually won I was surprised but also not surprised because you know I'm a, I'm a student of data I studied computer science at the USIU so uh, you know I'll not go to any fight without understanding that what are the stats reading. If you go for an election today without doing research, without polling yourself against other opponents, then you are groping in the dark. Mm. So the best thing is that can you be 
polling every three months of your campaign. Please be knowing how you're running. So you went in there fully educated with knowledge, yes, with data. Yes. So and that's, statistically, you, you knew you were going to win. Yes. That's why I was putting up billboards, billboards in, 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 the, in the affluent part of Kilimanjaro. I was, I was very surprised. Yeah. You, you know, because, <laughs> I was like, this guy's spending a lot of money on something that may or may not happen. <laughs> because, you know, because, you know the, the apartment people, yeah. they say, we call them the apartment people. <laughs> I'm so, one of them. Yeah. yeah. So, so what happens? Is that in Kilalesha we have a slum? It's called Waruku, okay. beyond Kianda School. Right. There's a slum there. So these are the only people who decide who gets elected in Kilalesha. Uh-huh. So for the first time, I was trying to involve the apartment people. Right, right. Because I see I come from the middle class, I stay in the affluent part of Kilalesha. Mm-hmm. Why are these people not participating in politics? And my biggest worry is that they didn't participate at the critical moment. And the most critical moment of the political, the electioneering, is the party primaries. Because if you elect, if you nominate somebody in an ODM stronghold, he's, he doesn't have to campaign mm-hmm. for the general election. He's going to win. Mm. <laughs> because everybody there, if Baba has 75%, yeah, chances are the whole line. Yes, the there's no way you are going to have anybody who's not ODM in that area. Mm. And that is because the middle class votes as parties. They don't vote for individuals. Mm-hmm. They vote for parties. And that is the biggest worry. It's good for us in political parties, but it's not good for you if you have a weak candidate or you have somebody who's not going to take care of your interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now without, without giving your full opinion, and I know you have a very strong <laughs> opinion about things, um, all this that's happening right now, I saw one of your tweets, uh, yeah. and I'll pull it up here quickly, mm-hmm. um, with the rallies. You said something about um, if if the Kenyatta's didn't pay tax, it should be raised now. Um, yes. Uh, but the rallies will continue. Yes, you know, you know, individual, you know, Kenyatta as the president, you know, Kenyatta is an institution because it's beyond the president. There's a family, mm. and that family has ruled the Kenya. Two of them have ruled the Kenya for some time. So it's an institution. So I said, if the Kenyatas, or if Kenyatta, the, 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 the immediate one we have just known, didn't pay his taxes, he should pay. You know, I've seen today the, the Uda Brigade saying that apparently some money was transferred to offshore accounts, 6 billion shillings, just a few months or weeks to the general election. Uh, and so they foresaw this coming then, obviously, if they're moving money to an offshore account. Yeah, you know, if, if it's true, you know, because, you know, sometimes now the disinformation and misinformation is driven by the state state actors. And so we don't say it's true, but if it's true, then they need to please pay their fair share of taxes or, you know, they explain why why the money was being transferred and for what reason, what what was being purchased, you know, what was changing hands there. Do you ever, when you write a tweet like that, and you're obviously talking about your party chairman, yes. do you ever like write it and then sit back and watch it, look at it for like 10 <laughs> minutes before you hit click and, and post? Or yeah. are you just like, you know, it just comes straight out? Because I mean, it, it's really nice to see the rawness that you yes, yeah. are taking this position on with. Because yeah. like, when we come back, we're going to talk about how you've been actually backing uh, someone from a rival party in Johnson Sakaja to do the right thing. But do you ever just po- write something and then just sort of, should I? <laughs> I feel like you're a guy who's like, I don't care, I'm just going to post it. Just no. No, 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 no. Just pause because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I am a student of Raila. Yeah. And they spent nine years in prison for us to say, to air our different opinions, right. but still sit on the same table. Right. You know, so I'm going to sit with him on the same table, but have a different opinion. Which is from, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's that's what you need to have in a in a democracy. But but we don't have enough of that. We're seeing it now with all the guys that have just left uh, the Azamio slash ODM straw, uh, party yes. and gone to State House because yes. they're like, 
wait, how am I going to pay for a private school for my kids now? <laughs> and they're really worried, right? And, yeah. and, and that, to me, is yes. really poor. Yes. Because you could have easily moved yes. parties. Yes. Easily. Yes. Because at that point before the elections, mm. the current government was saying anyone who's winning yes. is coming here. Yes. And you st- stood strong, stood yes. firm, yes. and stayed with yes. ODM because yes. of your yes. beliefs. We're going to yes. come back with Robert Alai in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere, Robert. Don't Asante. go anywhere. Uh, if you have any questions for him, get them in now. 701 984 98.4 FM. We've got a smooth operator in studio with me this morning in the form of Robert Alai. Uh, yeah. If you are a Kilaleshwa resident, he is your MCA. Yeah. Uh, elected MCA. And we're talking about that as well because. Kilaleshwa, Mudangari, Lovington, part of Lovington, and also part of Waruku. Waruku, which yeah. is the, the informal settlement the you informal spoke about. Settlement, yeah. Which is one kilometer by one kilometer, but. Less than one kilometer by one kilometer, probably 500 by 500 meters, but they produce half of the boats. It's actually quite interesting. I, I would be hard pressed to find a lot of Kilalesho residents living in the fancy apartments that know Waruku yes, at all, right? They don't. Um, yeah. Now, now, when you were entering your election period, um, and and I think it's really important that we discuss this. You came out, you guns blazing in a way. You yeah. were not holding back, and maybe your history as a blogger who never held back yes. um, came to play it, into that. Um, you said things that were uncomfortable for people to hear, yet you still got elected. Yes. Now you're sitting in a position as the MCA for the areas you've just mentioned, yes. um, and you have no problem if someone in your party is not doing the right thing by saying it. Mm. But also what I love is that the other day you tweeted, it was four or five days ago, I think, that uh, you know, we should back Johnson Sakaja. He's yes. underrated, yes. and he's going to surprise us all. Yeah, yes. He belongs to another party, your yes. biggest rival. Yeah. Um, you have no issue in 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 saying that. Is there any worry within your party that you're starting to lean a different way? You know, you know, I've survived for long, despite you know blogging sometimes about uh, things which are very controversial and would make you be harmed. You, is that you you build allies. And allies does not, it doesn't matter what their loyalty is, you know, what their affiliations or what their beliefs or what their gender, you know, orientation and all. You, you build those allies. And those allies, you have to die with them. Even when your associates tell you that, you know, you don't have to talk to so and so, you tell them that, you know, I have an independent mind, I'm going to decide on what to do. Even the assembly there, sometimes, you know, across the political divide, you tell them that, you know, I try to convince my people that you don't have to go this way just because you have been told to go, but let's do this because it's convenient for Nairobians. It is good for them, for posterity, but it's also good for us, for, 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 for our own legacy. Because sometimes people look at the bottom line. People look at the, the, the dotted line and look at how much they're making. The people look at which friend they're going to win, but they forget about their legacy. You mm-hmm. know, what are you going to leave to this city mm-hmm. if you're going to make money? If I was to close bars, you know, those bars would offer me a lot of money. Some probably are here, you know, discussing they can put 100,000 per, per bar for my head. I don't <laughs> mind that. I don't mind that. You've but never been scared of that. I, no, 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 no. You know, that's not my worry because everybody who's trying to kill somebody is also has a blood and, and, and might be killed. So mm. they, they need to worry about themselves mm. more than myself. But what I am trying to drive it is that we have to have a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want any business closed they are going to discuss with the licensor how they were they got licensed because you know it needs to be public participation when you license a, a, a bar a joint near farid's house farid's need to be consulted was farid consulted did you ask for his opinion mm-hmm. that's the law it need not 
you know it came from the headquarters mm-hmm. those licenses it needs to, to come from there it needs to come from the wards and, and do you think that these licenses that are given i mean we, we won't name the places but there are a number of places in yes. our neighborhood yes. that make a lot of noise not just our neighborhood many neighborhoods yes. in, in the city residential neighborhoods yes. when these licenses were given i mean there was clearly yes. uh some dirty business happening for yes. these people to get licensed yes. to operate until two three in the morning yeah. next to homes and apartments yes you know you know what is allowed in homes next to homes and apartments residential residential areas is a restaurant because you might be hosting 20 30 guests and you cannot cook in your house for all of them so you say let's eat out you know let's go eat out there's a restaurant so it's allowed by law but pubs nightclubs are not allowed in residential areas mm-hmm. but already they have been licensed so how do we have a win-win we don't make people lose a lot of their investment we are being very human here otherwise it would just be break them down close them let them go away but we are telling them that can you please fast the biggest problem we have is the noise yeah is but, there a way we can fi- we can we can end yeah, that problem yes can we end the noise fast so when you have ended the noise can we deal with the nuisance when you have your clientele parking on the road you know blocking emergency services you know, women giving birth in those apartments because they cannot, the ambulances cannot access their residential. There have, been, have there been cases like this? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. My, the reason why I acted is that I was going to Mark Apartment. At opposite Mark Apartment is a pub, which you won't name. So what happened is that there's a woman who there was pregnant. And I didn't know I was going to a, for a funeral, you know, evening meeting. And the woman gave birth in the parking lot of this apartment. And that was because the, the, the entrance was blocked. Yeah, it was blocked by, by a bar, which was very popular in that area. Wow. So I said, what is, this? is right. this? Then I was told that two judges have complained, Supreme Court judges. Nobody could tie these pubs and, and, and you know, bars and restaurants. Uh, two cabinet secretaries sitting then in the Uru's government were not, could not even make them behave. Right. Then I said, this is not how you do things to people. You you need to be very fair to people. I don't know who lives here. I don't know. Because, you know, they, in in the apartment people, they, they everybody keeps to themselves. You know, so I don't know. I don't have a lot of interest in this. But, you know, so why? why? Let people just behave. And that's when we started campaigns. And we say that let everybody behave. We told Sakaja, you have to make sure everybody follows the law. If they're not going to follow the law, then you're going to be our enemy. And he said he aligned, and the president aligned, you know. So who are we to to decide on what, you know, the law? But but still, let people follow the law. Yes, and, and you don't want to close businesses, as you've said. How often are you in, in, in communication and, and dialogue with uh, the governor? No, the governor, we talk a lot. <laughs> He's, you know, basically, there is when I get in uh, to, the, to the county assembly, you know, the county assembly, in, in, in the county government, there are two governments. You have the executive and you have the county assembly. So the county assembly is headed by the speaker. The governor, the the, the executive is headed by the governor. The county assembly side, the um, the accounting officer is the clerk. The the executive side, the accounting officer is the county secretary. So that's so you basically in Kenya we have forty seven times two. Right, that's right. ninety four governments. Plus the central government is uh, 95 government. Right, so the right. governor cannot direct what the speaker is doing. So when we are in the assembly, we help him make laws. We make laws. We also oversight him, you know, so that he doesn't go overboard and spend. And, uh, you know, people complain that he's doing ABCD. But we also interact a lot. Right. We, and, and, you you and have to align your vision. Sure. If you don't align your vision, what are you going to achieve? And you're an you're, arm of that government yes, anyway, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. You yeah, you're going to... Engage in a lot of exchanges. So we are an arm of government. We have to find ways of. You've seen Sakaja has done a very good thing that he has appointed Azimio 
supporters or affiliates into his government mm-hmm. as chief officers and as CCMs, you know, the the the, the, the county versions of the cabinet secretaries. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good thing. It means that is going across divide. When we started the rallies and the UDA was saying that, you know, it's wrong, he said, no, they have a right. And we listen to them. What, what are you trying to get out of these? Or maybe you can speak on behalf of your party here. Yes. What are you trying to get out of these rallies? What is the end game here? Because... <laughs> You know, we know that the president's... I mean, let's be honest. It's not yes. going to change hands now, right? It uh, might change uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it might change. <laughs> There's only the first time. Is, is that what you're trying to get out of it? Is, is no, to, is let, to, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you why what you're doing is very good for you. Mm-hmm. As a common citizen, whenever you have a new government, the first thing you need to do is you need to also understand how this government behaves, the character of the government. You know, if you push them to the corner, what will they do? Mm-hmm. Will they shoot people on the street? Will they arrest? Will they tear gas? Will they declare a state of emergency? What not? So it's good for democracy. It's also good for holding them to account. You guys said you are going to do ABCD. Like we were talking about taxes yesterday, 800 billion. You have raised since you got in. You know, they are six months into power. Where is that money? What was it used for? This thing is very important. People mm-hmm. just don't see the importance until you stop doing it. Then the government, you know, every government you give space will do whatever they want. But this new government, you have not known his character. Mm-hmm. It is spending more time in churches than in leadership, in offices. But these churches, they're spending more time. They're not talking about Jesus Christ. They're talking about Raila Odinga. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Raila, so you cannot spend time in churches. If you're going for a prayer, please pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please pray. Then after that, maybe on top of your vehicles, address the political rallies. Sure. But when you go to church to address political issues, then you're using the church as a tool. And mixing church and state has never ended well either. But it's going to be very dangerous for the country. Yeah. Because, you know, you're going to, like they say, the religion is the opium of the masses. But this religion, you're going to use it as a tool to oppress. People are not going to realize that they're going to be oppressed. They are, going, they are oppressed. See, these churches forcing people to wear gunia sucks because they're telling them that there's going to be some end of the world soon <laughs> you, you've seen churches fill uru park yeah you know a little yeah. information one or two of them yeah uh, or or kasarani yeah so, so with they, the people they can who brainwash are, yeah yes, absolutely yeah, they're, they're, they're brainwashing everybody absolutely. but you know now the president is trying to use the church for the same end okay which is dangerous right so i think our rallies are going to be very beneficial but it's not as black and white as ryla wants to be president still wants to be president there's a lot more you're doing within these rallies let me let me tell you let me tell you about uh, ryla this this is the most unselfish politician you'll ever meet because if it was not him i think this country would be in some chaos because he believed he has won you see and he has the money and the machinery to destabilize the state. He's not going through that route. Mm. He's just still going through these peaceful rallies that can we have a conversation? Can we talk about these issues? Can we say how did they come to declare you a winner? Mm-hmm. You see? He has gone and talked to experts and they have told him that you know you know the, the so-called whistleblower and he said that these stats don't lie. This guy didn't win. So the, 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 the problem is Uru saw that and they know they understand they didn't win in this situation also let me tell you one thing which Kenyans don't know Raila was given an opportunity to be given state power before 
with the with the results declared, you know, mm-hmm. before the announcement of Chebukati. He said no. He said no. His other associate said, let's go take this power. He mm-hmm. said no, I want a free, fair process. If Raila didn't insist on the straight and narrow road, yeah, Uru would have rigged him in. But he said, I want to do it in a clean way. Mm. And that's about that that goes back to the legacy conversation. Yes, yes. You know, you have you have to leave a legacy, you have to decide on what you're going to do, you have to stand for some things which mm. are right. And I think that's that's the basically you know the that Mzee when he when when he's out of this world at some point, you guys will realize that you had a different kind of being. Mm. Very clean hearted, very straightforward. You know, you might not like some of his ways, but you know, the Kenyan politics is dirty. It it will force you to do, you know, some things and and, and but 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 all in all, it's been the best, you know. And and I still think, I still trust, that's why we trust most of the rallies, that, mm-hmm. you know, he sees far beyond us. Mm-hmm. And people will come to realize it when he has stopped. If he stops, if he, let, let's say, let's say today, Raila takes a back seat and says that I'm go- not going to participate in this, all these things, let Kenyans decide, who do you think can hold this government to count? No, I agree with you. We need, we definitely need a strong opposition. Taking a quick break, coming right back with Robert Ali. I got a couple of questions here. One has to do with a mosque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know the one. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> and uh, something else here about uh, boreholes as well. So we'll talk to uh, Robert Ali. If you have any more questions, get them in now. Uh, that's on 0701 984 in studio this morning, Robert Alai. It's a shame that uh, it's coming to an end. But before we Sorry. end the, the conversation, um, as I want to go now back to your blogging days, um, you know, you you were, you were such a, a vehicle for the message of, of free speech. You mm. never cared uh, what was going to happen, or it appeared maybe you did care, but it appeared that you didn't care <laughs> yeah. about what was going to happen because you have said some very controversial things, yeah. some very very painful things for people to hear, mm. whether they're people in power or anyone. Yeah. And yet you continue to do it. You've been arrested. You've been detained. I believe you've been beaten a couple of times. I've been beaten even yesterday, two, two days, one day ago. I was attacked in Kisumu, Kisumu yeah. by, by 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 somebody who's a previous MCA. This guy from having a conversation with two doctors you know this is the first place i'm talking about this thing because i believe that the police uh, is handling the case so what happened is that i was sitting at a restaurant and this person who has been having a beef with me just came and attacked me you know grabbed me and and, and tried to attack me but he was held back but it stemmed from a case which happened in november at a hospital in Kisum. Mm-hmm. A lady, a young girl of form two, form three, was brought in for treatment. And this young girl was being treated for something else. But every time she had a dream, she was sleeping, she had very violent dreams. Daddy, don't do to me that. Don't do to me, I'll tell mommy. So, you know, the nurses and the doctors started getting worried. What is happening with this lad? And when the dad entered the room, she would coil. She would call. Also, they started investigating. Is something wrong? So they, one of the two nurses, uh, you know, went, talked to her, and, you know, they had a conversation, and they realized she was defiled. Then they did a swab, and she was defiled. The person who defiled it is a thug in Kisumu. He's a goon. Previous MCA, the father was a man. So it became a very big uh, story. When we pushed and pushed, the guy went and bribed the hospital matron, and the story was cleared from them. But you know, I said, I had no reason. I had evidence, you know, from the conversation you have had with doctors. I didn't know this guy because I, I don't interact in those circles of 
no tags and guns and whatever. Um, I stay on the clean and, and, and straight path. So when I went to sit in that restaurant and came and attacked me with the help of the the, the current majority whip of, of Kisumu and, and one of the MCs of the MC of Kondele, you know, not knowing me, I, I said because they are the associate in the Thagari in Kisumu. I, I got worried, and these are the the prices you pay for 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 speaking your mind. Speaking your yeah, mind. because you know, I I don't I don't manufacture stories, and I don't do malice. That's why I'm saying that because I have allies, and if I've known you first, if something is being said about you, I'll first call. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, bro, hmm? this is making rounds. Yeah, yeah, it's making rounds. You know what happened? You are not perfect being, but maybe you're on the wrong. So how do we help you? To stay, you know, when 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 issues happen to Babu Owino, I call him as a friend, you see, and things happened, and and, and that incident happened. But I call him and say, bro, you know, you're a leader now, don't do these things. Mm. And we helped, and you say that, okay, now it has happened. How do you have a win-win? How do you make sure the boy doesn't die? How do you also ensure the boys stay comfortable? He bought them two apartments. He made sure that they, they were capable. I also told him that never be seen in and be consuming drugs in public again but 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 the the, the whole thing with babuino as a f- i mean you say he's a friend of yours which is which is fine but i mean there's a there's a whole you know part of the population a large part of the population is paying for him to go to jail <laughs> which which you know babu babu let me tell you out of the, after railo dinga i think babu is the probably the next most popular politician so so when you say our population is paying for his okay blood, but there was public outcry there's public outcry. Yeah. But you know, if Yunia Farid did something wrong and Farid regrets that thing, you really do. And you say, I really want to be a good person. How do you help you? How do I help you? How do I, I do I help as we have a win-win? Yeah. The victim has a recourse. The victim has, a, has their rights enshrined and, you know, you have an agreement. You know, this is sometimes it's not about punishment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's about what? Paying the debt mm-hmm. to the family, ensuring that the family is not, because, you know, they, it, it happened, it happened. Uh, let me ask you a question. Before, we've, got to, we've got to close it down now because of the news, but let me ask you a final question here, yeah. Robert. You this is the problem of coming. You have to blame me. No, I'm, I'm very sorry about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we did get through a lot. So yes. I, and I have questions, but I'm going to have the producer send them to you so you so, can No respond. problem, thanks. Um, this need to push the agenda of free speech, which yes. you've done for years now, decades in mm, fact, mm. to push the agenda of holding people accountable, mm. the need to ensure that if I wake up in the morning and open Twitter and it says Farid Kimani did A, B, C, and D, that I actually have to think back and say, <laughs> man, this guy's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily, I've, I've avoided that with you. I've had a few things written. Where does it come from? You know, it comes from myself. It comes from inner inside and also the people you admire. It also comes from my parents. You know, my parents told me that, you know, when you have been born in this world, life is tough. So the moment life starts becoming easy for you, be very careful. It might be a shortcut and it might not be the right thing for you to do. And also, you have to hold people to account because we say that whatever people say, especially public elected and and, and, and nominated or, or selected leaders, appointed leaders, you have to hold them to account. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest debt they have to pay, that every time, you have to be annoyed. 
you if you're a president you're a cabinet secretary you are an mp you're an mca you have to be annoyed all the time because people are going to have you ask you very tough questions and sometimes it's very personal sometimes you know people don't know the boundaries they they, mm. they need not to cross and this is what you have to do the free speech in a democracy one of the biggest tools we have had is to enable people to freely ask questions some of the countries which you're being told that are very much ahead development wise in the region or in the world some of this, them you will not talk about anything you will not be allowed to even ask the mp or the local councillor what 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 needs to be done right you everything comes from the president you know you so so in kenya we have to appreciate the so aspect we're, of you're it. saying we're quite lucky we are quite lucky and we have to this is the only thing we have to protect this is the only thing which is going to ensure that we stay ahead of everybody else because we don't have minerals we don't have you know and the and the human resource we used to have you seeing it's being destroyed by our leaders by 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 destroying the quality of education we used to have which was very good so the only thing which is going to return us there is the free speech we have to ask tough questions and the only way to practice free speech sometimes you see our zimuralis is the biggest evidence of <laughs> that is definitely free speech. <laughs> Listen, Robert, thanks for coming in. I'm going to have you back in a couple of weeks. I know you've got a very busy day today. Oh no, yeah, today we are opening the assembly, the first sitting for the year. So it's going to be a very long, long day for me. But it's been great seeing you again, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank and, you. Uh, welcome and keep, back here anytime. Yeah, keep up the good work at Capital FM. Thank you so much. Well, free speech is definitely needed. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. 98.4 FM